0: It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The first round of the NHL playoffs have officially wrapped, and round two is right around the corner. Coming up on today's episode of the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast, it is time for round two, predictions, breakdowns, bets, locks of the night, and everything you need to know for the next round on today's episode let's ride
1: you're locked on fantasy hockey your daily podcast on fantasy hockey
2: part of the locked on podcast network your team every day
0: You heard the music, everybody, and you know what time it is. It is time for the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast with Big Flip Livingstone and Steel Roden. We are here today bringing you everything you need to know about the second round of the NHL playoffs. The first round is in the book, Steel. Lots to talk about on the heels of two Game 7 finales. That is probably where we're going to start. But make sure you tap in. And thank you for making us your first listen every single day, guys. Steele and I appreciate that love. And make sure you continue to smash the subscribe button. Drop us a follow. Let us know if you're feeling the picks or not. Because trust me, we are not stopping. We are just warming up. And there are a lot more picks, DFS targets, and selections coming up. So make sure you keep it tapped right here. Steel, my friend, round one what a ride what a ride and what a awesome time the second round is shaping up to be some very juicy matchups but why don't we talk how we got there rangers pens flames stars where <laughs> would you like to start my friend because really there's no shortage of <laughs> awesome topics
3: yeah let's start with the new york rangers and pittsburgh penguins series because last week i said that back in 2014 the rangers were down three to one in a series against the penguins in the second round they were able to come back and make it all the way to the Stanley Cup Finals that season, losing to the LA Kings. And they were able to do it again in 2022. So down 3-1 in the series, yeah. able to come back. I know Sidney Crosby was out for game six, which kind of really helped them. But look, they were able to get Crosby and Tristan Jari back for game seven. So that's a big boost, uh, especially being on the road for their team. What a game it was going to overtime. But wow. we said this, that some of their top guys really needed to step up. And that's exactly what we got out of them. Mika Zabinij three points, Andrew Kopp. What a great addition he's been. He had two points in game seven yep. for Temmy Panarin with the game winner. So oh, I loved, man. I absolutely loved that series. Uh, I had the Rangers in six and it ended up going in seven. So I'm pretty happy so far and I'm
0: happy they didn't, they didn't disappoint me this season. Hey, what? not to go back to the Toronto Maple Leaf <laughs> sad sack well, but look at the difference for those, these teams winning in game seven. Who yeah. are the guys getting it done? The big guys on every single team showing up. Mika Zibanejad and Artemi Panarin proving it for the New York Rangers. Connor McDavid and Leon Draisaitl doing it for the Edmonton Oilers. And all the guys on, you know, the Kachucks and Tyler Toffoli's on the Calgary Flames showing up in Game 7 against the Dallas Stars, and we'll get to that. But that's the difference right there, people. Your big-time players that you pay big-time money need to get it done in Game 7s, in Game 6s, throughout the playoffs, And the Rangers get it in a very, very big way. What a game, though, because Jake Gensel's goal, foot to stick. That was incredible. Foot to stick, steal. That's one of the best goals I've ever seen. And for that to come in a game seven in a one-goal game, we talked a lot about Jake Gensel and is he the real deal in the playoffs? I think that's one in the checkmark column for yes, he is. And he's got a long career ahead of him, so... Keep your eyes on Jake Gensel throughout his career because that guy is just getting started, it seems. Sidebar, what a great game. And it seemed like the Rangers really kind of turned the tide of that game even though they were going up. That was a crazy goal. Like, how do you come back from that? Like, if you're watching that on the bench, you're like, uh, that's what we got to deal with? Yeah, and, and, and they even had to check it too,
3: you know, obviously if it was over the crossbar or not, but it's the point of contact on the stick. It yeah. was under the crossbar, so good goal uh just looking at the and we said this that top line pretty much carries the Pittsburgh Penguins team and looking at Sidney Crosby and Jake Gensel looking at their stats identical pretty much two goals for Sidney Crosby and eight assists for him eight goals for Jake Gensel and two assists so they pretty much just swapped on each other's goals uh you know just feeding each other and being able to find each other every single time on the ice so they're still they're going to continue to be great together um but you said this. this is probably the last shot for the the You know, the three guys for the Pittsburgh Penguins, Chris Letang, Evgeny Malkin, and Crosby. We're not sure what's going to happen next year, but we know that
0: Crosby and and Gensel are going to stay together. Yeah, we shall see. That is really the big question, really, for the Pittsburgh Penguins is um, where do you go from here now? Because we've talked at length about that window for winning, closing, as Sydney... You know, if Getty Malkin and Chris Letang start to really get up there in age, and it's not even age because we know these guys stay in shape. It's all three of those guys still have faced a number of serious injuries in their career. Yeah. You know, it'd be one thing if you're out there Patrick Patrick Marlowing it up, never getting dinged, never getting touched, but we know that's not the case with all three of those guys have had all very serious injuries. And you know what? At the end of the day, that was a great series. I had Rangers for some reason in five. I was drinking that blue shirts Kool-Aid. I was in (laughs) Chicago making all kinds of picks, you know, high on Giordano's deep dish pizza. So this did have seven games written all over it, especially when you did see uh, the grinding nature of some of those games between these two. But, you know, to recap on the picks from the first round, very quickly, just looking at you and I's predictions, we did pretty good, pal. So eight series total. You went five and three in terms of picking winners, and two of those went to seven games. So that could have easily, easily been seven and one. And the only series that I did not predict right is the LA Kings did not get out past the Edmonton Oilers and other that. I went seven and one with my picking my winners. The number of games was a little bit hectic, but that's okay. And at the end of the day, Steele, this second round is shaping up to be a beauty so so many things that we could talk about but at the end of the day that Panarin goal that barn was rocking in New York and that's some momentum that hey i don't know what you think in terms of second round predictions but we will get there in a second why don't we talk about the calgary flames game why don't we talk about how yeah. good jake Ottinger was maybe why don't we start there I, I think we do have to start there and and just looking
3: at the stats over the game you know obviously in game 7 64 saves uh, incredible save percentage but over the span of this entire series a 1.81 goals against average a 954 save percentage one shutout in the series he pretty much he held this team together because looking at everyone else you got Joe Pavelski leading the team with six points in seven games so you know guys like Tyler Sagan Jamie Benn not doing enough even uh, even Rupe Hints and Jason yeah. Robertson they only Definitely. have four points each as well so their top guys not really producing. We know that this entire series was low scoring. Like I'm a little bit surprised that it was this low scoring every single game, especially with how well uh, at the trade deadline Calgary went out and tried to get some depth goal scoring, uh, as well as just their top guys in general. So really surprised that this was low scoring, but it's the goaltending that really stuck out in this series. Obviously, Jakob Markstrom and Jake Otingers uh, stealing the show. Yeah,
0: really great to see that moment that they had together at the end of the game. You could see Markstrom really showing Jake Ottinger some love. Something that you and I have done this year, Steele, on this show, though, he was in our top five players, I believe, under the age of whatever it was we were doing. We took a good look at Jake Ottinger as one of those guys that he has that ceiling. Immediately, he becomes a top fantasy goalie option, in my opinion, going into next season that is a guy you want to have your eye on of course he plays on the Dallas stars so maybe he is not in that you know super elite because yeah. they're going to allow a lot of goals that's okay but oh my goodness 67 <laughs> saves 67 shots on net sorry and uh i'm bad at math but 64 saves is that what yeah. that is
3: 64 saves, yes.
0: 64 saves. We're getting we're getting, we're getting there. Uh, you're getting closer, Flip. You're getting closer. Not bad. Not bad. Mark Giordano's birthday is coming up. Happy 50th <laughs> to him. But listen, Jake Ottinger, seriously impressive. Calgary is moving on, and I feel like they're the deserved team to do so. But yeah. if they could have even got maybe, what, two or three more goals throughout this series, the Dallas Stars may have pushed this in a different direction, Steele yeah and, and you
3: know i i had the calgary flames in five i didn't see this going to seven games so either uh, did i honest, honestly just kudos to the dallas stars to just giving it a good shot and, and, and giving us a good a good show and a good battle for the first round of the playoffs i really didn't see this coming out of the dallas uh out of the dallas stars in the first round i yeah. thought it would have been pretty much the kind of the same thing with the colorado avalanche you know
0: swept her in five games me too So kudos to them for for putting up a good show kudos to the dallas stars definitely and hey You know I'm a bitter Toronto Maple Leafs fan more than the rest of them. But this Battle of Alberta series is shaping up to be a juicy one. We're going to talk about that right around the break and break down our predictions for the second round. And make sure you keep it locked right here. All week, Steele and I will be banging out the proper playoff content, second round style, so do not miss out on a single episode. On today's episode, though... Big Flip is a little hungry, and I need to tell you a little bit about one of my new favorite treats from Built Bar. Imagine dipping your finger into a plastic tub of birthday cake frosting, then opening your eyes and realizing it was only 150 calories and 16 grams of protein, a.k.a. a healthy snack from Built. It's the birthday cake puffs. I have just tried them, and if you haven't, I'll let you in on a little secret because that is what friends do, and I got you. A chocolate-covered marshmallow protein bar. Yeah, you heard me. Delicious-flavored marshmallows covered in 100% real chocolate. Make every day your birthday with Bilt's birthday cake puffs. I don't know what else you need to hear. Built has taken the delicious experience of biting into a fresh slice of birthday cake, covered enrobed in 100% white chocolate and sprinkles with only 150 calories, 16 grams of protein, and only nine grams of sugar. This limited time flavor is a must try at built. They're all about the flavor. They make it taste delicious first and figure it out how to make it healthy after. I don't know how to, they do it, but they do it every time. Go to built.com and get the birthday cake puffs today. Use the lock promo code locked on 15 and get 15% off your order.
2: And even decide whether or not I wanted a chest pocket, all while being incredibly affordable, especially given the quality of the product I was getting. New colors, fabrics, and outerwear styles are added regularly, too, so it's easy to create your next look. Level up your game with Indochino. Go to Indochino.com and use code NHL to get 10% off any purchase of $399 or more. That's 10% off at indochino.com with code NHL.
3: Thank you for making the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast your first listen every day. For your next listen, you have to check out the Locked On Now podcast nightly recaps of every NHL game with analysis from local experts. It's free and available wherever you get your podcasts. Just like this podcast right here. So if you haven't yet, please hit the subscribe, hit the follow button. Once you do, you'll get the latest episodes of the locked on fantasy hockey podcast. And Flip and I appreciate all the love and support out there. So thank you so much for tuning in. And uh yeah, Flip, we're we're off to the second round now. Uh yes, the first round was absolutely incredible. Yes, let's sir. let's let's throw out our predictions for what we're gonna see with the second round. Let's start with the Eastern Conference. Please and we'll go with the Battle of Florida, Tampa yeah. Bay Lightning and the Florida Panthers. Who do you have winning this
0: series and in how many games? Last round, you and I, honestly, with the amount of games we had, and we'll recap it, check our Twitter, we'll give a recap of our first round picks and everything. We did pretty good. When it comes to games, I really don't think it matters as much because not many people are betting those kinds of futures. Yeah, But if you are, we still did pretty well. But what matters is picking the winner and the outcome of this. So Steele, this is a series for me that I have a clear winner in mind in the Florida Panthers. But I don't know how many games it's going to take. I don't know if that's a cop-out or not, but that's how I'm looking at this series. I think the run that the Toronto Maple Leafs just gave Tampa, however you want to look at it, lots of weaknesses, lots of things for the Leafs to improve on. They went blow for blow with Tampa, and they definitely didn't want, in Tampa Bay, a seven-game series to kick off another cup run. This is a team that's played a lot of hockey over the past handful of seasons, and I don't care who you are. These guys are human beings, and that will eventually take a toll. I just don't see them having enough in the tanks deal, not up against Florida. Maybe if it was another team, but not Florida, who, in my opinion, right after Tampa Bay are the toast of the Eastern Conference, so it really is great to see these two going at it. I'll shut up to let you speak about it, but I'm going Florida in five.
3: Okay, I, I'm not going that. I'm not going with five games. I have the Florida Panthers winning this series. I think this goes to seven games. I think it goes the distance. Yeah. And this series really reminds me of the Tampa Bay Toronto Maple Leafs first round series because the way I'm looking at it right now, uh, it's shaping up to be the kind of the exact same. Like the uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning can depend on Andre Vasilevsky. We know with the Florida Panthers, Sergey Bobrovsky is kind of streaky. He's in and out of it. Same with Jack Campbell in that instance. I think the defense on the Tampa Bay Lightning side is a little bit better than the Florida Panthers, exactly like in that first round against the Toronto Maple Leafs. But if you look up and down that entire forward core for the for the Florida Panthers, I think it out I think it out talents and outmatches the Tampa Bay Lightnings forward core. So I think this goes the distance. But again, mm. I think because you know how how physical and how tough that first round matchup against the Toronto Maple Leafs was, and, and yeah. the fact that it went to seven games. Florida takes this in seven I think it goes the distance
0: if I'm allowed sir I'd like to change my prediction to Florida in six Florida in five seems a bit hasty for how good this Tampa Bay Lightning team is because as much as what I'm saying and you're saying is true the amount of games that they've played and what they just went through against the Leafs is true I think that five is a bit too hasty let me change mine to Florida in six I feel a lot more comfortable with that but again I, I'm agreeing with you 100%. I don't know if we're going to go down this path where you and I have the exact same picks again. But here we go. Before we move on, though, I'll say this Sergey Bobrovsky in the first round, 906 save percentage, 279 goals against. That was good enough to get by the first round. I'm going to need to see a little bit more out of him because he was good, yeah. not great. And we know what Vasilevsky's going to bring to the table. So I think it's time for him to raise his game against a fellow countryman at the other end. And maybe we'll see that steal either way. We're in for a doozy with these, these two teams. And awesome to see what, in my opinion, I think you agree, are the two best teams in the Eastern Conference. So it should be a juicy one. What about the next series? Where are we going?
3: New York Rangers versus Carolina Hurricanes will finish off the Eastern Conference uh, for this series, I actually have the Rangers in six games, and mm. uh, I think I think that battle, uh, what the New York Rangers had to go through against the Pittsburgh Penguins, was a lot tougher than going through the Boston Bruins. And I know yes. the Bruins put up a tough fight against the Hurricanes, but in my opinion, that battle and that series was a lot more uh, yep. was a lot more brutal in my opinion. So. Agreed uh definitely a tough one but something the new york rangers needed to go through and get that confidence going into the second round we still don't know as of yet what's happening with frederick anderson you know we we talked a lot about auntie Ronta on the last episode yes he did a fantastic job i am not sure he's going to be enough to get past the new york rangers and especially with the stars now producing Yes. On the Rangers side yes. and not the Hurricane side. Yes. You know, we're, we're seeing a lot of the depth scoring and the blue liners for the Hurricane stepping up, but 100%. not a lot from uh, Svechnikov and Ajo. We're seeing that from Panarin, Zabinajad, and even the guys they got at the deadline. I've got the Rangers in
0: six. I'll shut up now and throw it over to you. My friend, everything that you just said in my head, I was trying to tee up what I wanted to respond with, <laughs> and exactly spot on. If those Rangers guys can keep rolling and take that momentum, Chris Kreider looked awesome in game seven. Panarin looked deadly. Zibanejad looked comfortable. The Carolina Hurricanes are in trouble because exactly what you said. Anti-Ranta, great story. Played really well. Bounced back from injury. We highlighted that and all the credit due. But now this is getting serious, Steele. This is second-round business. The Rangers are now battle-tested and confident. That could mean some trouble for this Carolina group. And, hey, anti-Ranta so far, right? There's nothing that we've seen that is, you know, a red flag. But, again, yeah. he's never been here before. And Igor Shosturkin hasn't either, but he's the Vesna winner. Not a perennial exactly. third-string goalie. So, it- right there, edge Rangers. I'm going Rangers in six as well, my friend. Exact same. I was going to say Seven. But I really do think if the Rangers are able to take at least one game in Carolina in those first yeah. two, they're in business to finish this series a little earlier. And it's all about confidence, baby. And I know both of these teams, you know, were game seven away from losing in the first round. But something about the way the Rangers finished off that game uh, the other night in game seven, they look pretty good, Steele. So let's see what happens. But Rangers in six, let's talk about the Western Conference maybe after the break.
3: Yeah, after the break. But before we go there, I got it. you know, just to highlight how how cool of a story is it about Tony D'Angelo going up against his former team, yeah. you know, a little mini battle inside the bigger battle. So for I sure. think that's going to be interesting to see another great series to watch out for. But you're right. I got to let everyone know about our partners at BetOnline.net. They continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info, find all the latest odds, news, and sports developments, including this year's NBA playoffs, Major League Baseball scores, fights, and even next season's NFL futures. Bet Online is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information from live betting to playoffs, esports, and a lot, lot more. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and actions. Bet Online, where the game starts.
1: Free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert.
3: Thank you for making the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast your first listen every day. Remember, we are free and available on all platforms, also including YouTube. So if you haven't yet, hit the subscribe hit the follow uh hit the follow button we're almost at 100 subscribers on youtube so please smash that button we're looking to get to 100 and make our way up to a thousand hopefully you guys are out there and subscribing so thank you so much means the world to us uh and flip where do we go from here do we want to talk about tuesday's games uh the big time bets or
0: a little Hmm. dfs selections Hmm. well well if you don't mind maybe are we giving predictions for the west as well today or oh yeah sorry let's, yeah i blanked out for a second we okay. to no i was conference. like maybe are we teasing this out to a two-parter <laughs> i say we just get right into the western conference yes, sir. predictions, yes, sir. and then let's finish this off with our locks of the night because realistically dfs targets for the first game You know, they're a little bit, they're going to be a little all over the place. So make sure you stay tuned for tomorrow's episode for the next round of DS and DFS targets. But still, I say we talk about, let's leave the battle of Alberta for last because that really is the crown jewel. I would say of potentially all these series. So why don't you hit me with what you think is going to happen to these St. Louis blues against the Colorado Avalanche? that I know you're a little bit cheese because you're a Minnesota wild fan and that's fair. But the Blues look pretty good in the first round. What do you think happens here? And
3: kind of my same reaction with the Leaf series. You know, I can't be too mad because both of those teams were very much deserving to move on to the second round. And it obviously sucks that we can't see both of those teams in the second round. But that's just how the playoffs works. And it obviously sucks to see a good team get uh, to get you know, upset, maybe not upset, but get kicked out of the first round. But yeah, St. Louis Blues going up against the Colorado Avalanche. I have this series going in six games, but it being one of the most brutal matchups in the second round, I think it it might be one of the most brutal matchups in the second round. Uh, But I do have this in six games. Uh, As of right now, I'm not quite sure if sweeping the Nashville Predators is either going to help or hurt the Colorado Avalanche, just because Ooh. they've been off the ice for yeah. so long because we've yep. seen that happen in the past to them mm. so as of right now i'm not sure what might happen for game one but i think if game one were to be a blowout avalanche bounce right back and when it's when this series in six games i just think this is the year that they make it all the way to the finals and finally hoist the stanley cup
0: they looked really good in the first round you know like they're let's not get it twisted nashville whatever injuries whatever that's still playoffs, right? There's still something yeah. to be said about going out there and executing your game plan. And I'm not, we're not ready to put the crown on them yet. But I don't think there's too much to, like, recreate here, Steele, because I really did try and take a long, hard look at a reason for me to want to wager on the St. Louis Blues. But you know what concerns me the most with this Blues team? Is the fact that they continue to not be able to pick a number one goalie. I don't yeah. like teams that have to switch between goalies in the same playoff series. I don't know how many cups have been lifted by a goalie tandem. And right now, so now you're back to Jordan Bennington all of a sudden after he played like garbage for what, 60, 70% yeah. of the season? That doesn't make me feel good. And whatever you want to say about Darcy Kemper, and I think you and I have done a pretty good job about pointing out some of his inconsistencies, mm-hmm. which he has shown. But I'm pretty sure there has not been a better goalie second half forward than Darcy Kemper. And if you're looking at, you know, forwards against forwards, defense against defense, and goalie against goalie, I think you're giving the advantage in all three areas, definitely to the Colorado Avalanche. And the confidence has got to be there for a group that, hey, rest is a thing. You really brought up a great point there. But I'm going to say Colorado in six as well. Did you say Colorado in six? Yeah, I said Colorado in six. All right, this is going to be <laughs> one of those, isn't it? Anyway, Colorado <laughs> in six. I could honestly seeing a Colorado in five because if they have to lean on Biddington now, because for some reason Huso's not getting it done. Yeah, that's not a good thing. And, and not to batch, tra- not to backtrack, but that's exactly
3: what I think hurt the Minnesota Wild in the first round was putting Cam exactly. Talbot in for Game yes. Six. Yes. At that point, like he hasn't played for two and a half weeks, even though he was hot beforehand, he hadn't yes. played for like two and a half weeks. And Thank you're putting you. him in a situation in a do or die game. So for me, I completely agree with you. I think that's what's going to hurt the St. Louis Blues is not being able to pick who's going to be the starting the starting one number one goalie. Because, yeah. you know, there are times where it, it, there's a blowout. We saw that with the New York Rangers, uh, the New York Rangers where Shesterkin got pulled. But he's right back in for the next game. So exactly. to me, I think, you know, even if your goalie gets, you know, if he gets blown out in a game, it's it's very bad. I think you got to go right back to him in the next game. But if it goes back to back, I think that's what made St. Louis make the smart move. Who so just played bad back to back games, you had to make a change
0: up. Hey, I, like I said, I don't know how many Stanley Cups have been won by a team that's played multiple goalies more than a couple games in one playoff series or one playoff like push, but it something tells me it's either 0 or 1 or 2 if 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 any. So, I'm going Colorado in 6, but to me when you look at all those series like if I had to power rank them, it goes Edmonton, Calgary, Tampa, Florida, Rangers, Carolina, and Blues, Avs, last. Like, to me, that has the least intrigue, in my opinion. Yeah. Obviously, we're a bit biased because we're Canadian, and the Edmonton Oilers, Calgary Flames. That's just a hockey matchup written in heaven. Even if you're not a fan of either of those teams, this is going to be a bloodbath. <laughs> I'm excited to watch it. I'm going to have to take some pregame naps because those are at 9.30 Eastern time start. And Big Flip likes his early time bedtime. Steel, where do you think this one goes? Because if there's one that is the closest, you know, you can argue Tampa, Florida. This one might be it, pal. Uh, for this one, it was it was very easy for me. And
3: okay. for how many games? Okay. I've got the Calgary Flames in seven. Uh, it was very it was very easy for me with. The low scoring in the first round for the Flames, I don't yeah. think that's going to be a problem in the second round, especially going up against Mike Smith and Miko Kostin. There's going to be a ton of fluky goals on their side. But again, looking at the Edmonton Oilers, you have Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl, who we just saw carry them past, you know, the LA Kings for that matter. So it was the LA Kings without yeah. Drew Doughty, yeah. and they got all the way to seven games. And Connor McDavid, you know, he did what he did, uh, two-point night to, to, secure, to secure them the series. Uh, I think we can see games like that where McDavid and Dryshtel can kind of take over, but that's not going to be the situation here in the second round. Markstrom's too good. Uh, their blue line is uh, is outstanding in my opinion. We just saw that in the first round with the with a few amount of goals Dallas scored, and we're going to see more goals from the top from the top uh, three lines for the Calgary Flames because they're going up against Mike Smith and uh, Miko Koskinen.
0: Look. I'm going to keep this short for a few reasons. One of them, including I got to get to a keg dinner tonight, but the (laughs) second being there's a clear edge in this series, in my opinion. And you mentioned one of the key points here, the Edmonton Oilers barely got by the LA Kings, the Calgary flames. Yes, I understand barely, barely got by the Dallas stars, but if it wasn't for Jake Ottinger, that's one of those cases right in the playoffs that he almost stole a series. We didn't see that in the first round where a goalie stole a series. That was one of them that almost happened, right? A really special, special performance (laughs) where the other better team gets beaten because a guy just stands on his head, and it almost happened. So I can hear the Edmonton Oilers fans going, they almost lost to the Stars. Two different scenarios, in my opinion. Two completely different scenarios. And when I look at this deal like a very honest, just I want to win some money situation, which is how I try to, (laughs) It's got to be the Calgary Flames, in my opinion. Yeah. It has to be. Markstrom has had an amazing season. Mike Smith was hurt for two months. He played like garbage for another two. And now all of a sudden, he's playing pretty good. Okay, let's give him that credit. Who do you want to side with? Markstrom, who led the league in shutouts and who played great all year long? Or cuckoo Mike Smith, who you don't know if he's going <laughs> to come out and stab a guy with his stick in the back of the neck. So let's keep it simple. Flames in 6. Do we have the same pick again because home oh I had goodness. them
3: in 7. I had them in 7.
0: I think that's where the money's to be made, my <laughs> friend. And you know, we're going to wrap the show with big time bets, but I can recap it for us I think in terms of picks. I believe we both have the Panthers. You have them in 7, I have them in 6. Yes, sir. I believe we both have Colorado in 6. Yes, sir. I believe we also both have the Rangers in 6. Yes, sir. And we also have <laughs> Flames each but you're taking seven and I'm taking six.
3: Yeah, exactly. So there you I, go. I got to say, I got to say, flip. I absolutely love it when you call him Cuckoo Mike Smith. That gets me every single time. Hey,
0: and you know, no disrespect to anyone's mental health. That's not what I'm trying to talk about. That's not a joke when it comes to people having issues. Yeah. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about his behavior on the ice. He's a hothead. <laughs> he is Cuckoo Mike Smith when he gets into a rage. And I'm not trying to disrespect anyone with any kind of mental health because that is not no joke. But when it comes to hockey and comes to on-ice antics, he is cuckoo Mike Smith, and I'm betting against him every time because he is liable to let in a bunch of garbage goals and snap on a guy. That's just the plain sense of it, Steele. So those are the picks. Florida coming out on top. Colorado coming out on top. Rangers coming out on top. And Flames coming out on top. That's all you need to know. But, Steele, hit me with your lock of the night, and let's wrap this bad boy up with a bow.
3: Lock of the night, uh, real quickly, Tuesday's game, I am taking any time goal from Nathan McKinnon. He just did an outstanding job in the first round.
0: Yep. He can, He's going to continue that in the second. I love the player prop. I was going to go with a Carter Verhage. I was going to cop out a little on an anytime <laughs> point. But I'm feeling the Florida Panthers to set the tone in the first game at home and really establish themselves against this Tampa Bay team that, let's be honest, has had theirs as the best team in Florida. Opportunity here for the Florida Panthers to really set the tone early. Give me the Florida Panthers on the money line for my lock of the night. All right. I Pencil it in. Lock it in. Put your money down. Second
3: round playoffs starting tonight, Tuesday night. And thank you so much for making the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast your first listen every day. You got to make your second listen Locked On NHL from the first round matchups now to the second round to the each Stanley Cup kiss. Locked On NHL covers the playoffs like no other. Hear the latest news and opinions from local experts every Monday through Friday. Just like this podcast right here, it's free and available. And you too can find this podcast every Monday to Friday, seven o'clock in the morning, Eastern time. You don't want to miss out. So please hit the subscribe, hit the follow button. So much content to continue talking about second round play, second round, just starting Stanley cup finals, all the big time bets, DFS elections. Thank you so much for tuning in for today's episode with Flip and I have a great day. Good luck with all your bets tonight. And we shall see you back here again tomorrow. Peace.
2: Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.